Good morning, everyone. It's Lee Henson, president and founder of Agile Dad, and it's time for today's episode of The Daily Stand-Up. So without any further ado, let's get started. Recently, I had someone introduce a concept to me that I thought was pretty interesting, and it warrants an experiment. So I guess what I'm going to do for this episode of The Daily Stand-Up is run the experiment by you, and we're going to begin conducting the experiment, and then later, I guess, we'll have to report with the results that we found from our experiment. So the experiment goes something like this. Uh, while we still have a lot of teams that are working remote and a lot of people who are working in different locations, many people working from home, of course, with the pandemic, that's expected. The question becomes sprint Lynn. So I had some organizations who reached out to me for coaching and training. And one of the things they expressed is that as a result of having people work from home or work offsite or offshore, that what they're doing is they're expanding their sprint length in order to give people a larger opportunity to get the work done. So the question became, you know, someone wrote to me and says, is that, is that the right thing to do? You know, and I thought about it for a little while and I said, you know, I'm a big stickler for short sprints. I, I really love two week sprints. I love one week sprints even more. You know, I find it hard to believe that organizations do better with four week sprints because I think it's harder to get your head around that much work. So it's harder for you to get your head around conceptually how much work a four week sprint employs. Right. So with that being said, my question was, what happens if we reduce all those sprint lengths down from four or three to two or one, or maybe even a continuous flow Kanban board? And I want to start working with some groups. So I do have two companies I'm working with right now that have 100% of their teams. No one's going to the office. And with one of those groups, I asked them to keep their sprints as is, two-week sprints, three-week sprints for some uh, groups in the company, only because three weeks was proved appropriate based on the delivery cycle of the hardware pieces that they worked on. So I have another company, another group that I'm working with, and they had tried to expand it and found that it wasn't working well. So my, of course, my comment was, well, let's make it shorter. So now we're trying to do one-week sprints. So I guess I need to figure out what the advantages and disadvantages are. Obviously, the advantages of a one-week sprint is that's a smaller amount of work to get your head around, but one-week sprints would incorporate or require more frequent meetings with the group. But the advantage of those meetings is that each meeting would be shorter because you'd have less to talk about. So I guess what I'm trying to say is ultimately finding the balance of focusing on outcome over output, determining whether we're building the right thing, building the thing right, or building it fast, and finding that equilibrium and having a way to measure earned value based on the duration that we spent sprinting versus how much money we've cast into a project versus um, the, the quality of the things that have been delivered, the percentage of items delivered, right? So items delivered, money, and time. That's going to help us retrieve an agile earned value. Now, I know a lot of people associate earned value with traditional project management or waterfall project management, but there is such a thing as agile earned value. And when I do AEVM, Earned Value Management, what I find is that most organizations see the benefits of doing Agile, but the thing they recognize first whenever we introduce this, so when we're trying to transition an organization from waterfall traditional practices into Agile practices, one of the things we notice first is that they say when we do things in smaller chunks, we can actually see what things are going to work or which things are going to fail sooner. We can make better choices right? Buy versus build or what gets incorporated into a release or where do we draw the line or how many teams do we need to work on something or out of all the projects we're working on, which one's going to be number one, number two, number three, number four, right? All of those decisions become easier if you understand the concept of objective stack ranking and of agile earned value. So I think it's important for us as leadership 
to make sure that we can help organizations have a clear vision and strategy. I think it's important that we as product owners can make sure that we're writing good, clear, clean backlog items. But I think it's important for teams to start focusing on potentially changing up their heartbeat and reducing it to be a shorter cadence. Because what I'm finding is that, at least initially, the teams that have a shorter cadence have less trouble getting their head around to work, both from a uh, both from a development and testing perspective. And that's the, the same is true with uh, non-technical related teams. I'm finding that when we shorten the fuse and we say, hey, let's do shorter bursts, what's happening is these groups or organizations are able to get their head around to work better. So I'm hoping, so my hypothesis is that in order to help remote teams work more successfully, reducing the sprint length to at maximum, maximum two weeks is going to help them be successful. So we're going to try, we're going to do a little test run and we're going to try with some organizations and we're going to see if we can get them down to two weeks or less, two weeks, one weeks, or no sprints at all, even in a Kanban model and see if that impacts the way that they work better together or worse together as remote teams. I want to see how much meeting time is reduced or if meeting time stays the same. I want to see uh, whether quality increases or decreases. And most importantly, I want to make sure that we're still continuing to deliver a high quality product or service through a, a steady release cadence to our end consumers. So I hope this episode was valuable to you. I hope that you learned something along the way and we'll keep you updated as soon as we know more about how the experiment goes. But as always, we encourage you to visit agiledad.com where you can learn more about this topic and plenty of others. There are almost 250 episodes of The Daily Stand-Up out there. There's a lot to learn. Each one is 15 minutes or less a day. If you have an idea for something that should be on a Daily Stand-Up podcast, I think it's a great idea. Send it over to us at learnmore at agiledad.com. We'd love to hear your comments, questions, feedback, so that we can feature you and your story on a Daily Stand-Up. And as always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.